Hey, welcome back to Honesty on the Table, where our mission is to cultivate a space where vulnerability, transparency, and humble curiosity serve as healthy roots for individual and collective progress. So without further ado, man, let's go ahead and tap in, man. How y'all feel? Good, man. We good, man. All my shows are back on, bro. I'm so happy, man. <laughs> bro, what's your shows, bro? Because you, you bro, been telling house, us about some house shows. Of, house of Dragons. Bro, house of Dragons. House of Dragons is going crazy. Bro, um, the Rings of Power on Amazon. That shit going crazy. Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna cap, bro. Y'all watch P Valley? Nah. Just, we don't watch you caught up? I ain't catch up, but I'm catching up. Okay. Because, you know, it already ended, you know, the season finale and all that. So, yeah, I watch it. I mean, I watch when it's like a like show. Like I don't watch it when the sh- it comes out, but I get around to yeah. it for my weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, I gotta catch up on such and such. I gotta catch up on power. I gotta catch up on this. And if I have time, then I'll sit down and dedicate. I, I I can't. I haven't sat down for like a full two hours like movie. Good while. Wow. I have to be on vacation for that. Uh, I can do some movies, bro. Yeah, movies are my relaxation. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I, I watch, watch, I love shows, so that's my yeah. shit. Yeah, for sure. Well, absolutely, man. Well, look, let's go ahead and get to breaking that bread, man. Health tip. All right, let's start off with the health tip. All right, so today we're going to talk about skin health. Ooh. I love my skin, boy. <laughs> All right, so statistics. One in five Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. One in five. That's 20%. That's crazy. Skin cancer, bro? One in five? A lack of SPF. Wow. That's what it is. Yeah. Wow. Whew. All right. So, melanoma, melanoma, the most serious type of skin cancer, develops in cells that produce melanin, the pigment that gives your skin its color. More than two people die of skin cancer in every U.S. hour. Mm. I had no idea. That's crazy. More than two per hour? Per hour. In the U.S. That's just in the U.S. Wow. Uh, skin cancer represents one to two percent of all cancers in black people. The, um, the estimated five-year survival rate for black patients is only 71% versus 93% for white patients. That's crazy. Wow. I told you, man, skin is something to think about. Wow. Last season, you was, you was giving like, oh, eat some avocados, eat some sweet potatoes, get <laughs> straight, your skin glowing. Nah, man, it's a real so, your, <laughs> so to help out for your diet, what we're going to do, we're going to eat some avocados, <laughs> uh, fatty fish, nuts, peppers, broccoli, sweet potatoes, dark chocolates. Those are great, great, great food for your skins. Um, exercise, make sure you um, exercise regularly, help increase blood flow to nourish your cells, remove toxins from your skins, and decrease your stress. We gotta decrease our stress. We gotta get therapy. We gotta do Diet, yoga. We gotta exercise. We gotta eat right. You are what you eat, bro. That yeah. shit's real. Yeah. You are what you eat. You eat shit, you're gonna pr- produce like shit. Our cars are like, excuse me, our bodies are like cars. Mm-hmm. You gotta put that premium in there, man. Mm-hmm. We're BMWs. So, overall prevention, um, cleanse and moisturize daily, wear sunscreen, all right? Yes, my black people, I said it, wear sunscreen, all right? I don't know where that notion came from that we don't get any type of skin cancers, and that's totally false. 
Um, have a healthy and balanced diet. Establish a gentle daily skin routine um, to help stop acne and try to avoid irritants. <laughs> and stop using scented laundry detergent. Interesting. They love that game, man. That's crazy. Now we got to stop using this. Now they got a little beady beady. We got to stop using that. Scented? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't use use scented. I'm tripping. I use um, Tide. Is that scented? Can be. Like original Tide? Like, I'm not the cup. Like, I'm talking about like the... I still use the pods, but yeah. Or is it like Tide with the white? Just by itself. Oh, yeah. Original Tide got a scent. All right. Cool. Yeah, really. right, so like, my skin is protected. Like <laughs> All right, so that wraps up the health. We doing what we got on the business tip, man. Okay, financial tip, man. We're yeah. gonna cover the basis of taxes one on one. We're gonna speak about management, filing, and a little hacks, aka tax deductions. So, tax management is referred to management of finances for purpose of paying your taxes. Right? Tax management deals with filing returns in time. Getting uh, your accounts audit, uh, deducting taxes at, um, and other sources. Tax management also helps for you to avoid payment of interest, penalties, and uh, yeah, interest and penalties. Um, filing nowadays is done electronically, so most people who most people who work needs to file their tax returns. Benefits of electric, electronically preparing and transmitting tax returns include increased accuracy, faster tax returns, or AKA refunds, and the ability to file federal and state returns spontaneously. Um, we have a couple of tax hacks, AKA deductions. You can do your state sale taxes as a deduction. Um, reinvestment dividends from your stocks and bonds. Uh, Out-of-pocket charitable contributions so if you give your family members auntie uncle hey bro i'm showing my rent yeah you should write that down yeah. yeah write that down oh yeah um all, that. all them cash apps y'all been sending and accepting and spending apple pay zales yeah deductions uh also i didn't know about this one uh student loan interest paid by you or someone else mm-hmm. yeah that's all yeah, that's how I get my pension. Yeah, I haven't paid them. I still, yeah, I've been good. I've been blessed. <laughs> um, moving expenses. So, uh, from what I read, that's mostly like for like military members, though. So, like we changing bases or whatnot. Yeah, like our um, you know, yeah, PCS. Can, and stuff yeah, like PCS. That. We can that could be a tax oh, deduction. Yeah. And then the one that everybody loves is the child independent care tax credit. Everybody. That's the money maker. That's the money man. It's the bands. Well, it's like 3K per kid. Right. It's like, I think it's going to have a kid. Yeah, it's going to have a kid. Hey, it's crazy. Maybe want to have a kid. Playing somebody else's kid. It's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wraps up right. the business to the job. Absolutely. That's, that's that bread and butter right that's there. That's that bread and butter. So, I got a scenario for y'all, right? All right, check. So, imagine you're laying on your deathbed and standing around you are the relationships, the dreams, the goals, the aspirations, the pursuits, the endeavors, the business opportunities. And they're looking at you directly and they're asking you, why didn't you bring us to life? And as they're asking you why you didn't bring them to life, they're being held at gunpoint. By who? Your fears, 
your insecurities, your vices, your ego. Now, imagine each of your dreams in a chokehold. What do you do? What fear, insecurity, vice, or ego have you dealt with or you are dealing with in this present moment in time? And how do you overcome it so that you can accomplish what you've been sent here to do? Because you might miss out on that person that you love because you were too scared. You, you, you fear the rejection of it. You might miss out on that business opportunity because you feared that particular opportunity. You might miss out on a potential blessing because you had an ego and you didn't want to ask for help. You might miss out on the next come up because you were too distracted by social media. So the question is, how do you get to overcome whatever your five is? Who's starting that off? Hey, man. So how do we get to overcoming fear, insecurity, vice, ego? Cause which one is it? Cause it's like okay, you're saying which one do we like? Which one do we revert to? Yeah, well, yeah. Which one? Which one is, which one is holding? Situation. Yeah, which one has or is holding you in a chokehold? In a chokehold, at gunpoint. And how how did you or how are you or how do you plan to? I think at this current moment, like with me being in school and just trying to figure out what kind of professional I want to be, what kind of legacy I want to leave, um, I would say it's rooted in ego mm. because I guess there's some aspects of the discipline of soci sociology that needs a lot of support. It needs a lot of funding. It needs a lot of reach. And one of my goals is to make sociology more marketable and more applicable to everyday people. Um, that's why I use y'all as like barometers, like when I'm sharing out my thoughts about what's going on in the communities or what's going on like historically, and I'm sharing some of these thoughts with y'all, I'm gauging each of you and, my, and everyone else in my personal life, like I'm, I'm gauging y'all's understanding so I can build that bridge between my career and discipline to you all, because that's the goal. That's been something we talk about a lot in, in the department. And a part of me, the reason why I say ego is that when you're talking about ego, you're talking about like a form of self-image. You're talking about a form of like ways in which you see yourself, you hold yourself to a certain level of esteem and how you proceed with your actions, right? And so for me, it's like, I don't wanna be caught up in, in being a tenured professor 20, 30 years behind a desk writing and researching, but no one actually understands or feels where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so I'm so invested in the in the in the discipline that if I were to speak to someone else regular on the street, they wouldn't understand. Mm -hmm. I have to dumb it down so much because I've been so ingrained in books. Like so my ego is like, I don't want to be another one of those professors. I don't want to be another one of those professionals that got that gets so entrenched in the, the content that they're not entrenched with the people that they're supposed to support with the content, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm really at war about how I want to perceive myself, but also how I want to pay my dues to, to fulfill my goal of getting this doctorate and to be a, um, 
a productive and impactful professional in that space. So it's, it's more ego, like just me trying to think about my image and how I want to hold myself to a certain esteem and work with that. That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to say, Gonna be between. I got two, bro. It's like it's like two hands, bro. But they they kind of equal, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna speak on. For me personally, it would be fear, right? Mm. And then the second one would be ego, of course. Um, I would say on the fear aspect, it was just the the fear of failure. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I kind of kind of put failure on the same. Uh, the same uh, heights as death. Mm-hmm. You know how you and Jalen were speaking like, oh, death is, y'all fear or whatnot, but failure is, mm-hmm. is that is that for me. So within that, to, to try to overcome that, that fear of failure, I had to bring an ego, right? Mm-hmm. So when Jalen says ego is self-image, ego is, uh, again, as we say, self-preservation, uh, ego is you, self-esteem, how you move, what you do, and then with ego, if you do it within, you know, the righteous way, then it's all it's 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 mostly positive. You know what I'm saying? You just want to do things by the book. You want to do things by integrity. So I kind of combine those two as an equal balance, which over time kind of developed me, developed and help me to be who I am today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it has been times where ego, you know, kind of faulted in a negative standpoint, but nine times out of 10, like my ego and my, my fear of failure kind of balanced to me just to keep moving forward no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the fear kind of bring me down, but the ego lift me up. That's kind of like the the back and forth with the stepping stone, but I'm right. still, I'm still stepping though, but I'm still kind of, Seesawing, but I'm still moving forward, and that's 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 my kind of back and forth with that currently right now, and it's been that way probably since 2017. But it works for me. Oh, my mind's racing right now. <laughs> my mind is racing right now. Mike, you want to jump in? Yeah, my mind. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Mind. So I'm we about go, to go somewhere. I'm gonna go with the same. I'm actually gonna go right. with the same thing. Okay, like, I have the same. Same fucking chokehold, like for myself. Like right now, it would be fear, right? I'm yeah. in a stage in my life, right? I'm 29, about to be 30, so you already know. You're like, damn, you know, you're thinking right. about a lot of things, you know, kids and, you know, where I'm at, you know, with my, you know, my spouse and shit like that. Um, I mean, and another thing for me is that this is my last year of my military contract. I've been in 11 years. And so, like, I'm gonna have this, like, fear of, like, okay, am I gonna just. Am I, is this time for me to go all in and hop into into that entrepreneur full-time shit? You know what I'm saying? Or do I stay safe with the career I already got built 11 years in? And, you know, because if I do another contract, I'm doing 20. Like, that's, that's it. Like, so I'm like right there, you know, moving to a different state, things like that, you know, like, you know, trying to get back to Miami. 
So that's a that, like, lot, of, lot of like stuff riding on me right now, you know what I'm saying? Just like thinking in that aspect. So like every, every decision I make or everything I do, I have major consequences if they don't go the way I need it to go, you know what I'm saying? Right. So is it, and you know, like, and now being like within, you know, into a new business, I've been having like my ups and downs with that. So it's like, it's a lot with that. And now I'm gonna go with ego. So ego for me has the same chokehold, but for me it's gonna be within my marriage, right? It's be the ego of myself. Like am I, you know, it's checking myself, I guess, you know, seeing, seeing that like, you know, I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like, and also like, it's okay for me not to be perfect, if that makes sense. I think that's the thing I struggle with a lot is that I strive for to try to be this like perfect image person that I don't like ask for help when I actually really need it. You know what I'm saying? And Or I don't, you know, I don't speak up, you know what I'm saying? When something's really bothering me and I just, you know, let it go to the wayside and then, you know, I blow up. Now I'm still the bad guy because, you know, I didn't project my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like right. things like that. Like, so that's another thing I've been fighting as well. Those are the two things that have a choke on me. Mm. Man, this is... Now it's on you now. You got more time, so <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't hide behind me. Listen, host now. You gotta listen. Listen, I I have a I have a healthy fear of remaining the same. And you said a healthy fear, a healthy fear. And what I and, and what I mean by that, the fear is yeah, part of it. The, the 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 healthiness of it is part of what's driving me as much as it is. Like the like part of why. Sometimes I'm like, why am I still waking up at five? Why am I you know, still drafting another contract? Why am I like it's this it's this fear of remaining the same that 10 years from now, nothing's changed. I'm in the same position. I still think the same. I still act the same. Like there's no there's no growth. And that stagnation, it like it turns it turns my stomach. It makes me. It, it just it's like no nah, it's I can't I can't allow myself to be put in a position of where I've remained the same despite life happening mm-hmm. like as like if there's a new day then you know there's a new creature then I should be constantly growing each day every time like I think about Pokemon you know back okay. in you know back in the day you 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 start off you start off one way right and then it's like as you, you continue, as you continue to battle you just evolve and it's like now nah, I want to become right you I don't want to stay Pikachu forever yeah, I, I don't <laughs> so I'm look I'm looking at my life and I'm like okay and now that sometimes hunts me a little bit because I don't know when it's when I've become obsessive like if I've mm. you know now you're speaking yeah I I don't know is is it okay to chill mm. is it okay to relax. Like and it it bothers it bothers me sometimes. I'm triggered. I started I started <laughs> right like I, I watch I watched the episode of Suits like for the first time ever. Uh, My, yeah, but yeah, sister, sister, yeah, sister, yeah, but sister like put suits. me on. Yeah, suits is good. And I said, ah, I like this show. And I wanted to watch another episode. And I was like, is this? Should I be doing? Should I be working right now? So it's it's I it's, I think sometimes the difficulty for me is knowing when it's okay to relax mm-hmm. and celebrate and just be in the that moment, moment be in that space yeah. because I, I sometimes I feel like a hamster on the wheel and mm-hmm. I'm just like going oh, because it's like I still haven't seen the results of I'm enjoying the process mm-hmm. but I'm like I ain't supposed to be struggling 
I'm supposed to be like it's like I, I see something and it's like I'm not there yet and it's like yo what do I have to do I'm I'm knocking on the door I'm 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 asking politely let me in mm-hmm. and I'm still I'm still getting denied access you know what I'm saying they start they close the gate on me <laughs> you know what I mean it's like I see that you see the house yeah. that success over there and you get to the you come with the invitation and man you super excited and they start closing the gate yes yeah, sir we don't have any. And so that's that's sometimes how I feel. So I, like I said, it's a it's a, a part of it is healthy, but a part of it is it, it's a bit obsessive. It's a it's a bit of like I'm not there yet. It's a bit of and that the that fear of not being there creates the insecurity where it's like okay, like what does being there look like? You know, will I know when I get there? You know, is it stress free? You know, is it always self induced stress? I I don't know. So that's the. That's the challenge for me, and that that leads us to this. You want to jump in on it on that part real quick before I transition? You said it. Yeah, you articulated all, all of that. Yeah, you know, it's like I guess for me, it's like when y'all were saying when you asked the question to, to top it off, top off this discussion about what has you in a chokehold right now. I would say that fear of remaining the same, or that fear of just the unknown. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, when when your blessings gonna cash in. Um, the blessings that you, your your aspirational blessings, when are those things going to cash in? That is like a close second in terms of having a chokehold on me. Um, but I think a way in which I try to overthrow that is by me just showing up every day at, at, at school, showing up every day in the library, showing up every day in the gym, showing up, you know, showing up. As long as I show up, as long as I show up, as long as we show up, like right. for the pod, we show up for each other, like, that is a way forward. I just think as long as we just don't stop and we're making an excuse to stop um, altogether, we can take breaks. You know, there are times where the stress is overwhelming and you are starting to feel your blood vessels in your in your brain start to throb a little bit. Yes, you do need to get some rest. You do need to, you know, eat today. You do need to, you know what I'm saying, get that sexual release. You do need to go on vacation. You know, it's good to tap into that tranquility as, as well. But we don't we're, we're trying to find that balance because, again, you don't want to rest too much on your laurels, because if you really want to be honest, what laurels you got to rest on? You know what I'm saying? You still got right. more grinding and work to do. Right. So it's like, damn, like, right. it's tough. It's a tough battle. But I I, I just try to keep myself. <laughs> I keep myself. Yeah. If I stay still for a little too long, then that's yeah, where yeah. that's when I, it will I start to you. catch up to me. And I'll be in that, and I'll be in a dark place. Cause the, like it's like it's like I get it's not the, like instantly depressed, but it's like you know when you when you feel like you stuck or you just like damn, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I get more cranky too. That's I get more cranky and snappy. Yeah, too. And, I think, and I think that's where I'm at right now in a sense when it comes like to the military shit. It's like it's like man, like I love like don't get me wrong, bro. I love the Air Force like straight up. Like I love it. But I'm tired of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, right. I'm ready for something. Like I'm ready for that. Like I'm ready to be. I'm, I want to be challenged. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's where I'm at. Where it's like I want to take that next step in my life and just be yeah. challenged to you know go hard in my own entrepreneur aspects. No, so. you just want new levels of stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like, pressure. I, I want, yeah, I want. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Mm. So. I know y'all familiar with this this uh, line. Sometimes you need your ego. Got to remind these fools who they effing with, and we got effing too, right? <laughs> so when so when Lo was talking about the ego and that being a part of what helps 
keep him balanced. The question I have to you is, where is the line between ego and self-confidence? Like, where, do, where does one take over the other? And how do you keep the ego and the confidence in check? It's in the mission. It's in the mission statement, bro. Rock your shit. Mark Nah, you got me. It's in the mission statement. <sighs> Cultivate space. Yes, sir. Where transparency, vulnerability, and humble curiosity serve as our healthy roots. Mm-hmm. Individual and collective progress. Yep. Wow. Oh, me and Lowe were talking about this the other day when we was going over the question. How ego is a very delicate instrument. You will find yourself being very, very confident, and then you will find yourself being very, very delusional. All because of your ego, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take much for that pendulum to swing one to one side or another. Wow. The only way in which you keep your ego in check is to continue to have your ego checked. Say that one more time. Mm-hmm. A way to keep your ego in check is to continue to have your ego checked. Perfect example. A lot of folks, we're going to talk about the men, talk about the black. A lot of us, where our egos becomes delusional is at point, once once we reach that moment where you start to, to think or see things that are not there or to assume everything is for you, like when your ego is delusional, you're, you're inherently selfish. You're toxically selfish. You don't see the long game. You don't try to play the long game. You want when you want it now. Entitlement happens when you have a delusional ego, um, an inflated ego. Entitlement, uh, all kinds of disrespect, subtle or visceral is happening. It's a lot of dysfunction. That usually happens when, as a man, you had moments where your ego got checked and you realized you had to humble yourself and work a little bit more in order for you to earn that internship or that position, or you need to take under the tutelage of somebody else. It usually has something to do with that. When you're mm-hmm. aspiring to elevate, yeah. when you're aspiring for upward mobility, you know, you want the wealth, you want the you want the assets over liabilities, you want all these things. You aspire, you aspire, you aspire. That requires you to have to sit down. That requires you to have to learn. That requires you to educate yourself. That requires you to have to be someone's mentee. That requires you to have to ask questions. That requires you to have to make mistakes. That requires you to have to understand failure. Failure not in the sense of what Marlo's talking about, like fear of failure that leads to him to be stagnant, mm-hmm. but but the, the sense in which failure leads to lessons. Failure leads to forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to pursue. And your ego can can sometimes play you because you just want to be like what Porter said. You just want to be like what Mike said. Well, we all have been saying. You just want to make it. You want to get to a point where you don't necessarily have to be under the tutelage of everybody. And you become your own man. You become your own boss. And it requires maturity. And it requires humility for you to sit back and be like, you know what? As much as I want all these things, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm, if I would look myself in the mirror, are you really ready for a billion dollar industry, a billion dollar business? to be under your name. Are you really for real? You want this, but do you really, are you really ready? And you say, nah, okay, then what do you have to do to, to gear up for that? And that's when the grind continues. Mm-hmm. But if you say, yeah, and you really feel like you are ready, then okay, what do you have to show for that reflects that? And if and, and in the case you do that evaluation and it comes up blank, then that means you gotta go back to the drawing board and do some more work. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of people get impatient because they just want to make it and they start to just rely on their own self-confidence and inflated egos to gear to, to push them along when that's not the case. Where reality is telling you, you need more work to do. So the more I, the, the better I got with my ego, the, the more in which I said to myself that I don't need an ego is the more in which I kept using my ego for leverage instead of education. I use my I use I use my ego for leverage instead of education and humility. And it's the people who use the people who have no ego are those who are very humble and they are educated and they are willing to continue their education. Mm-hmm. Those whose ego is inflated, they're delusional. They they felt like they didn't need to learn no more. They they didn't feel like any of that. They, they felt like they made it. There's nothing else that needs to be said. There's nothing else that needs to be done. I'm coming to get mines. And that's when they cut everybody at the knees along the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They start being real shady. Real, you know, real, real, real ratty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cutting corners. That's the folks whose egos are, are way out there and they need support. All right. That's the best way to put it. So to reiterate, the best way to mount to manage having an inflated ego and self-confidence and leveraging healthy ego with that self-confidence is to continue is the continual improvement of wanting to educate yourself and also being humble and knowing that you don't know any every damn thing. So you gotta go back and continue to educate. Mm-hmm. And know that your ego never needed to be a requirement to be educated to begin with. Yes, have confidence in yourself, but also have in the back of your mind that I don't know everything. So I'm going to come in here to learn something. Right. I'm going to come in here to, to, to network. I'm going to come in here to build because I don't know everything. I would like to know enough to aspire and achieve this goal. But in the meantime, I need to humble myself and sit down somewhere and learn. Which leads to vices. Because when we're discussing the humility of our egos and being able to be in a place to where we understand that this is who we are, this is what's necessary for me to become whatever it is I need to become. The question becomes when you're going through that evolutionary process, at what point are your vices coming into play and affecting and inhibiting upon that progress? And what are your vices? Is it blowing trees? Is it those X-rated sites late at night? Is it social media? Is it alcohol? What are the vices that you are struggling with day in and day out or intermittently? You good for a little while and you just revert back to old ways. Let's start with you, Mike. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go, to Mr. Phillips. What are my vices? Um, let's see. Ah, I would say. So it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like trick y'all out real quick. My vice is spending money, right? So when I say that, right, like when I get into like certain situations and I'm tra- looking to escape, right, from, right. I like to like spend my money on like dumb shit. I don't know why. I just like to do that. I like to go like I like to take myself out to eat and pay for a four hundred dollar steak 
because I can, but it's like, but then wow. after I get done with it, I'm like, why did I do that? Like, and then call me, be like, bro, that shit was trash. And man, and be mad as hell, be like, bro, that's horrible. But like, I don't know why. Hey, man, listen, listen, I don't know if you ever, y'all been out to eat with me, have you? Well, I mean, we went to, we went to, yeah, bro, I go, listen, outside, yeah, that's regular. regular, bro. I go out to eat, bro, like, Okay. You ain't gotta go to the most expensive spot to go out to eat. But I'm going, bro. Like, that's my that's what I'm it's saying. A, okay, that's, that your... that's my problem. That's my vice. Like, but it's... you spun that earlier, and you said that that was in other conversations. Like, that's like your reward. No, no, no. I spun okay. it earlier. Like, go take yourself out to eat. I'm talking about when I'm in like when I'm trying to escape something, right? So, right. like, let's say for example, like I'm having issues with my wife at home, right, right? right. or whatever. I'm like, you know what? All right. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna go out and do something by myself, and now I'm like, damn! I just spent three hundred dollars, and then okay, you know, stuff still going on. I'm still escaping out, trying to face it. I'm gonna go do something else. That's oh, not three hundred dollars. That's a problem. Like, like I'm I'm doing fine, but yeah, I'm not four hundred dollars a day fine. You know. So, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm honestly on that one though. For real. What, what would be like your solution to that? To to dealing with that in a better way and or managing that. So I've been um. So what I've tried to do now is like have like food at the crib. <laughs> so like I just cook shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just have it there because before I just I wouldn't go grocery shopping. It's like okay, I gotta go grocery shopping now. And by the way, too, you know they said that. Technically speaking, it's, it's cheaper to like eat out versus like going grocery shopping now. Now, I don't know what type of level of food they're talking about. Maybe that's like Chipotle every day or something. But they said, they're just throwing it out there, like foodies. But yeah, I have an issue with that. It's, it's advice I gotta chill on. I'm gonna send you some recipes. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Quick, too. I need something, man. Like 30. And also, like, I don't know if y'all recipes. seen those things at like Kroger and Publix where they got like those like $7 meals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've been, I've been, Fucking them shits up too, yeah. like. But yeah, I have a, that I have cheese, a that cheesecake from public. I have a right? um. It's like what do you call it? Um, not not compulsive buying. What is it? I, I can't think of the name. Is that what it is? Spending, yeah. Compulsive spending. Like I'm just like ah, uh, like fuck, I gotta have it. Like, but that's like my coping mechanism. So. I know that sounds very, very like sedity, blonde, you know. No, okay, no, bro. No, you know no, no, saying? no, like, it, bro. But like, I'm just. I think everybody went through that. Yeah. 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 What's your advice? What's my advice? Mm. I'm starting from the. You know, I got a timeline with me, right? So, my first advice, bro. <laughs> Was was porn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was porn. I think that might have started around a little before I got active, just due to being curious. And then once I, you know, had my first time, had a high school sweetheart, I was cool. Then I went through the heartbreak, and then I was abstinent for maybe almost two years. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was really <laughs> during that time. I was fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, and in a sense, I wouldn't even call that vice a bad thing. I was 
technically coping and also protecting myself. Right? Because at this time, around that time, I'm in my prime. I'm 2021. 20, right. I'm outside. Right. Getting no pussy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I gotta go home and whack a whack a whack. Go crazy. Just to, yeah, keep you know yourself, what I'm saying? Yeah. To decompress, keep myself level. Couldn't get caught that's, slipping again, right? That's because you had like a, um, you had like a growing stage during that time, like that. Yeah, you, you had to be like focused, focused. Yeah, yeah, so for that's, sure. That's so that, 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 yeah, that porn was that, that porn was. I used to go on his head, bro, crazy, bro. I'd be like, bro, he be bro, cause he be hanging out with all these females, bro. And I'd be like, bro, what's up, bro? What happened? He's like, and and that, and that man, was she, she cool, bro. You know, I just, you know, what I'm saying. I just yeah, you know, kissed was, on the neck. I was like, "That's it, bro. What you mean?" Yeah, bro, that was a challenge for me. I mean, bro, I, like, and that that shit shocked me, bro. I was like, you know, and it, you know, it's crazy because he did that. Like, it actually changed like my whole dynamic when it came to women. I swear oh, to yeah. God, oh yeah, it really did. Yeah, for me too. I, me too. I, 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 yo, yo, yo get it wait, yeah, yeah. You about to get into it? I'm serious. That that's yo. what he's talking about, bro. Literally changed my whole dynamic of how I like. Thought about when it came to women, bro. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, I was like, I was like, no way, bro. It's being controlled stuff like this. I got control myself. I was like, you know what? Because you know, he started hitting me with the questions. Like, he's like, you know why? You know what I'm saying? They, they, you know, you don't, you y'all don't last as friends anymore after you guys get done. Yeah. I was like, wow, damn. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna hold it out. No, no, no. <laughs> Jay, what you was about to say, right? Because <laughs> apparently y'all have a y'all, it's a it's a backstory with this man. All right, <sighs> take it back. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take it back to when I was nineteen and I went to a Sex Addicts Anonymous meeting at nineteen. And that, <laughs> hold on, hold on. That was the first time that he was going that through wasn't his the reaction. That was during the time that he was he was doing his abstinent thing and I was doing the opposite. A lot of that Low used to Low used to tell me Low used to tell me like, yo man, you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax, man. You you impatient, man. You just you just taking it when it's given to you. I'm like, hey, I, hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, I've never heard this story. It's yeah, a, man, there, there, there were some times where uh, it's a great story. So I would say, sex. Wow, is it vice? I think we said this last season. I said this something like this last season. How sex for me is a, was a very delicate thing. It took a long time for me to accept sex as being a part of my lifestyle for a number a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one being a black man historically we've always been you know sexual I mean, and women too black women too always been uh, historically sexually objectified always expected for us to you know what I'm saying to be immature reckless um, brutes when it comes to sex stuff like that so me as a as an emerging young man I'm like I don't want to be like that you know I don't want to be labeled as that I don't want to be a stereotype to where you know, I'm vilified for me just wanting to have sex or me wanting to exercise my, you know what I'm saying, my sexual, my sexual, you know, uh, expression. So I was really like subdued. Like I didn't tell folks I masturbated or I watched porn or like that because I just was like, all right, take it back further. I was 12. I was, I found my dad's old porns. 
I found bro, it. I found my name. I started. I started. I started. Right? I started that look. Like that. Yeah. Talk? Yeah. yeah. Bro, my dad like the, the old seventies one, bro. Like set tape. Yeah, old 70s bro. One. Right. So I had DVDs though. This is what happened. I'm 12. I'm watching it. I proceed to masturbate. I'm thinking nobody's gonna come in the room. Mom's come in the room. The first time you masturbated? No. Oh. This was like well, I already knew how to masturbate at this oh, point. Oh, but I was just I just, you know, caught one of my dad's flicks, popped it in. I'm thinking, okay, nobody's gonna come upstairs and you know what I'm saying? Cause it was sort of kinda late too. She came upstairs and I'm hearing her come up the stairs. I'm like, you know how you do try to get everything clean. And she came in and she sort of kind of peeped. She knows what's up. She peeped, didn't say anything. My mother peeped, didn't say anything. Walk out. Went downstairs. Went 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 back downstairs. Then talk to me. And then pops come home. She tell him, and he all like you, you 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 jerking your shit, man. Watching my porn, all this other stuff. And that was the point where it was like, damn, like y'all are policing me over me finding myself, like me exploring and finding myself. Like that changes you. I'm a human being. That changes you. Primal. That changes you, bro. If you look at me and you and you look at me like I'm doing something that is. That is uh, that warrants to be punished or something like that. For me, just doing what y'all do because y'all grown. We, I can't, I can't, I can't find an explore like how y'all found an explore when y'all 14, 15, 16. Like, so that left me to be like, okay, I'm gonna keep it to myself. Maybe, maybe you might have, you might have outed dad. And mom didn't know. Dad, yeah, it's dad. Um, nah, they weren't together at the time, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. He already had his own girlfriend and everything too, so it was fine. Um, but it's just like a kind of thing where um, I just kept that to myself. I didn't know how to express my, my 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 sexual desires because I just felt like if anybody knew, especially if I wasn't you know seventeen, eighteen, twenty, a grown man, I just felt like it was going to be vilified, even for my own people. So once I started to have sex, whatever like that, again, I started having sex routinely. 17 to 21 was my era. That was my that was my whole phase. Might have bled into a little bit after that, but 17, 21 was different. Mm-hmm. And um I took some risk. I took some unprotected risk. And it got to a point where I was I was relaying this information to Lowe and to Alex and to other folks around me about what I was doing and they, and they wasn't on that. Cause I was 17, 18, 19 and they, we, same age as them, but they wasn't on that yet. I was outside, man. And so they were making, outside. so again, they was making me feel like I was, I was reckless. I was, I was, I was, you know, wasn't patient. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, damn, man, I need to, guess I need to get some help. <laughs> and so, and so I went, so I went, uh, so I went to the, the little church, a little Catholic church Yo. off of Washington Street in Atlanta, right downtown. And I, I sat in for one session, and then I heard about what all the other men were doing because of sex, and I was like, I ain't that bad. You had, I had, yeah, I, there were dudes there and there, man, who was blowing their whole child's student you know college funds on prostitutes men oh, there sleeping with underage girls in there man like it was it was some extreme extreme cases and i was just like well shit i just had unprotected sex a couple of times but come on wrap it up <laughs> and i wasn't back i haven't been back since yeah, so so you know that so sex became it was something that started out as like a vice sex porn as well started out as a vice and now now it became something where it's a part of my expression like bro like i i value sex a lot do y'all watch porn still to this day 
Myself, like, bro, chill, Mike. Like, yeah, humble yeah, yourself, man. Yeah, but it, it took some time. Yeah, it, it, it took some time, time it like, to time. build the discipline. Because yeah. even, yeah. even, yeah, even not just like having sex, but just even if you watch porn, like, to have the discipline not to release at all, like, just mm-hmm. like in like a retention type standpoint, I think is important. Yeah. You know, building up some willpower just to be like, okay, I conquered it. And then here, and look, 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 when I when I engage in the retention, yeah. it comes it comes to me in dreams. Mm. At that point, it's a wrap. Once I once I get a wet dream, it's a wrap. I got to get it out of my system because now it's just it's embedded in me to have to get this release. But is that is that a test? Distra- is that a test? I'm not looking at it like that. Yeah, I'm looking I'm, at it like you have a natural urge. I got to get it. Is a natural urge? Is this a natural urge? We're humans. Like we are humans. We have hormones. Like come on, where's my biology, folks? At I'm with you. No, 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 I'm with you. These are questions. These questions. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Like, you know, we got naturals. Like, you know, that's what I think that's where Jalen alluded to is like, I don't want to feel shame for like, you know, being me. Being me. Natural. And plus, for all the men out here, especially the black men, pancreatic and prostate cancer are top five in deaths for us. Mm -hmm. For that prostate, you must, they they don't tell you this, they don't want to tell you this, but you have to get a release a few times a week to help stable a, a healthy prostate. I'm proud of healthy as hell. You got it. You guys, in order to maintain a healthy prostate, even if we're young, you know, so we ain't got to think about it until after 40 and we get our exams and all that other stuff. But in the interim, you start, you should start to champion getting that release when you feel like you need to because it does help maintain a healthier prostate. It's not just when you think about urine, oh, I got a tinkle every two seconds, like, nah. Actually, releasing and, and releasing the sperm and the toxins and all that associated with you ejaculating actually helps your prostate yeah. as well. Get you know out. what I'm saying? So I will suggest to all men out there: do not be ashamed. Get it out. You know, always be appropriate. Rub always have consensual yes. partners. Always Rub. wrap it up. Rub the one out and get and get it off. Yes, and you know it's crazy. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, bro. I don't know if you guys ever done this. I don't know. That I, I've. I've told women this is a man thing. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. Like you, so you ever like want to link up with a chick? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, damn, do I really want to link up with her because I want to see her, or do I just want to have sex with her? And if you ever rub, like rub one off, and then after that you're like, ah, I'm good. Like she can, she can stay every home. time. Like that's a thing for like women. That's the thing that we do to judge if we really want to see you or not, or if it's just sex. That, that's like, your point. I'm just that's throwing your it out point there. about the discipline. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you'd be like, ah, right. I'm good. And, and that kind of, you don't know, that protection, like you said, it saves us. Like, you know what? I don't need a headache. You know what? I was, I was just horny. Let me. You get hit up in them demon time that's hours. That, that's how you, you separate gotta, that. You gotta rub that it out. Bus. Yeah. You gotta rub it out. 
Because because if I really want to see you, I I rub it out and be like, okay, yeah, yeah still pull up for sure. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now is is my intentions are pure. Different. Yeah. Their intentions are different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're different. Because <laughs> before you would have just you would you would have took that shit for that reward. But, you know, like, whatever, you know, like, you want a conversation. He's like, I don't really want to have it, but, you know, I really want to sleep with her. Like, ugh. So, the five, fear, insecurity, vices, ego. So, we started earlier. You selected one of the five that you were dealing with or more. So, now, as we end this, what is one word that you would use to capture you overcoming whatever your five is? One word to capture whatever that is that embodies the essence of you overcoming whatever your fear, insecurity, vice, or ego is. Discipline. Mm, great word. Jay? Resilient. I think both of y'all. <laughs> right, both of my words. Yeah. capture the winning of it all would be sacrifice yeah yeah sacrifice sacrifice. you gotta sacrifice that ego you gotta sacrifice that pride you gotta sacrifice all that shit like yeah for sure so sacrifice resilience discipline yeah we locked in man the five yeah the five you know we're gonna do a part two next yeah, season. This guy, this guy, we gotta come. There's a lot of stories that we didn't share. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go into one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll say that for um, recap. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or recap or recap. We'll say that for the recap. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. All right. Let's go. Get it. Let's get it. Here we go. <laughs> you know, yo, that's you know that's the staple. That is the staple every time. Yeah. Man. Yes, sir. Gone. Oh, that's crazy. Motherboard. Thank you. Thank you.